Hey, welcome back, Katie Time listeners. Hope you're enjoying this awesome weather shift. I know I am. Hello, fall. Hello, autumn. Whichever you prefer. Bring on the comfy sweaters and pumpkin spice donuts. Yes, that's right. Pumpkin spice donuts. I'm not a huge pumpkin spice for everything fan, but I love me some pumpkin spice donuts. Oh, I can't wait. Episode 16! Episode 16. I would have called it Sweet 16, but the truth is I never had a Sweet 16. And I won't be talking about teen parties this time. Although, I will be talking about teenagers. Sidebar, I really would have loved to have gone to one of those super sweet 16 parties that they used to show on MTV. Like, they were wild and extravagant. Like, they were huge. They were huge, 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 huge. And, like, the, the, the teenagers on there, just like, oh my gosh, this is such an awesome party. Woo! Right? And you, I'm just sitting at my home on my couch watching these, you know, teenagers go all super diva and just be like, I want this and I hope I get that and I'm a princess and I'm spoiled and I get everything I want and blah, 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 blah. And you're sitting there like, uh, wow. <laughs> just, just wow. I mean, they also had those, those episodes where like the kids are just kind of like, they're getting a new car. And their father is like, no, you can't have this really expensive car. And you see the kid all like sad and pouting. And just like, I want that car. Just I, give me that car. I'm going to be so upset if he doesn't give me that car. I'm like, And you just did it like, there are much bigger issues going on in the world. But here I am <laughs> watching people have tantrums on television because they won't get the car that they wanted. And then at the end of the episode, they get the car anyway. And it's just kind of like, well, what the cuss? What kind of what kind of precedent are you setting for your kids if you if you said no and then you just give it to them anyway? Sheesh. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Disney. Disney stuff. Disney movies, to be exact. This will be a series because Disney is just too great a topic to talk about just like the last episode it's just too big disney is just too big it is it literally has its hand and feet and arms and elbows and knees caps almost all of their the lower waist in the world like they have their hands in all types of different aspects espn uh tv movies everything everything it's just it's just wild they're everywhere okay so it's episode 16, and I think it's rather ironic considering most of the princesses I'm about to talk about are around 16 years old. But <laughs> I know I'm corny. We, we know that, but we get it. When You Wish Upon a Star came from the famous, very famous Disney movie, you know, Pinocchio. I've talked about Pinocchio before, and sometimes it's, sometimes I mix up thinking that that song came from the movie Cinderella. But no, it's Jiminy Cricket singing the song. Like, I, I I, know that he sings the song. I could hear his voice when the song comes on. But I always picture looking out of Cinderella's window for some reason. Because it just, you know, it, in, it intertwines in my head. And, you know, in both films, they sing to stars. And neither song has anything to do with the stars twinkling. And yet, in the movies, both stars twinkle. Hmm. 
that makes me that makes me wonder about that fairy now in Pinocchio is the fairy a star or is she impersonating a star like it I don't I don't know it's just it just got me to thinking just now because I'm just kind of like I know that I've talked about her before, but I'm just kind of like, if she is a star, does that mean that all the stars in the sky are all fairies? Or is it just her, and she just likes twinkling, so she likes to be in the sky as a star? Because I know in, P- in Peter Pan, little Tinkerbell is a fairy, but she's not a star. Like, she's just a little, a little tiny little fairy. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Um, for this episode, I actually have some grievances with the movies. The classics, to be exact. For example, some movie royalty questions, if you so please. Sleeping Beauty. The plot of the movie, we all know, right? The plot of the movie is basically an evil fairy not being invited to essentially a baby christening. A baby christening. And she's so upset and jealous that she curses the baby. A baby! An innocent infant! She is so upset that she curses this baby until the baby, the child is 16 years old. So upset. Now, don't get me wrong, the king and queen have probably had so many different events happen at their castle. And I'm pretty darn sure the good old, well, she's not good, evil old Maleficent was never invited to these things. So why all of a sudden homegirl is just kind of like, oh, you don't want to invite me to your baby christening? Curse you, baby. <laughs> like, like what? I, like the logic there just, just, just falls flat because it's just curse the baby. <laughs> I get it. I get, I get the fact that like, Cursing the parents isn't going to do anything because they're already alive and they're living their life. They've already become king and queen, so it's not really going to affect them. But you curse their baby? <laughs> Come on, sis. What's your problem? <laughs> like, that's how evil you, you got to be. You are one evil, evil chick. If you cursing a baby, an innocent baby. Anyway, so we know the story. We know what happens. But my question is, why did the king and queen leave the princess with strangers to raise her? Now, if you're questioning what I'm saying right now, I think that those good fairies are strangers. There is no indication in that movie that the king and queen knew them well enough to just be to just give them their one and only baby, their one and only daughter. Like they decide, hey, you three good fairies take our child. Take our child and raise her for me for 16 years. And then, you know, when she's 16, bring her back. You know what I mean? That's 16 years. That's 16 birthdays. That's missing the first the, the, the first walking, the first talking. Like, you know, like that is wild. They're basically just basically like kind of like, here, you take her and hide yourself. And and then bring her back when she's 16. And my thing is, like, they didn't even write her a letter. Like, I don't know how well little old Sleeping Beauty Aurora knew her parents. Like, 16 years of not not knowing your parents well enough to know their, like, their characteristics. Like, that's just not fair, you know what I mean? That's just not fair to the child. 
Like, they didn't even come and try and see her in secret. Like, they were just like, nah, we're just going to have to, here, you take our child. You know? <laughs> like, that if you ask me, they could have done a whole lot of other things in order to protect their daughter. Their one and only daughter, after years, after years of trying to conceive, they've been trying to conceive for a hot minute, and then they decide to just give up their one and only child to quote-unquote protect her without even thinking about all of the other possibilities that they could have thought of. Anyway, so yeah, questions like that. So... <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to get some water in my belly and I'll come back and talk about some more grievances that I have with some of these movies. And if you agree with me with for any of them, please, please let me know. Because if we end this together, I'll be like, yes, thank you. And if, if you have a grievance that I'm having these grievances, then let me know because then we can talk about it and I can understand your point of view and you can help me understand why my grievance doesn't make sense. I just shrugged and you can't see that. So <laughs> I'm going to take a break, get some water, and I'll be right back. Hey gang, I got the water. I'm good now. I'm a little bit more calm, but I don't know when these questions might get another rise out of me. It's just very interesting how the plots just went went like these. I don't I don't understand. Like continuing with Sleeping Beauty, I personally, if I was a king and queen, I know that I would have the abilities, the power, the money, the resources to find ways to protect my child and my castle from dark magic. Like <clears throat> It was clear to me that these good fairies were very well versed in how they know how to use magic. And so that was another thing, too. They The movie says that they didn't use magic for 16 years. And then on the 16th birthday, they just decided, they just decided to use magic. <laughs> it's just like, of course, you'd use you'd use magic on the on the last on the on that last moment where the child is like, you know, all grown anyway. But if I was the king and queen, I would have used their magic to protect my castle from dark magic and do everything that I could to protect my castle and I would keep the princess in the castle raised by the servants at least at least at least she was she would be there to grow and learn under the same roof you know what I mean because like in the movie the the, the fairies take her deep into the forest into a small little cottage cottage where there's no other cottages which is also pretty like you know obvious for me it would have been obvious if i was maleficent i'd have been like uh yeah there's a random cottage out here that was never here before so let me go check here you know what I, mean? like, I just uh i just i just it's just ah uh, anyway so that was my question for sleeping beauty i mean there's more questions for that movie because it's very like i know it's old and it you know it, it came out so long ago but still it's just kind of like Come on, man. <laughs> uh, with Cinderella, because I did talk about Cinderella a little bit ago. Cinderella. My question for Cinderella in that movie is, why didn't the fairy godmother come back? Like, why did she not get more? Why didn't she come back to, to save her from, her from her crazy stepmom? Like, I don't understand that part. It was just kind of like, it feels like 
you know, because even in Pinocchio, the fairy came back at least one more time. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like in, in Cinderella, why didn't the fairy godmother ever come back? Like she came back for that one night, said bibbidi bobbidi boo, and then was like, deuces, peace out. Bibbidi bobbidi, I'm out. Like, did she have other godchildren to take care of? Like, was she just going around taking care of all these lonely young women and maybe possibly young men and just giving them one good night after years of of horrible ones <laughs> like she just she can't she comes she sings and then she's out like she's gone you know what i mean like why didn't she come back what was she doing that was so important that she couldn't help cinderella one more time <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it just it that that just that bothered me i'm just kind of like it's, it's a significant part of the movie there's this very nice woman with her once again she turns into a little ball of dust like all these fairies like are they stars or are they not like what is going on with that i don't understand that at all and my other question is why did she not give her more time at the ball like why did why like it was already late o'clock for, for cinderella the, the lights was out the the night sky was up you know what i'm saying and she i think cinderella was barely there like maybe there for like an hour maybe maybe two because when she gets there the the prince is automatically like whoa who's that chick oh my gosh let me go over to her you know what i mean and then they spent the night together until the strike of 12 like we know the story of cinderella we know how it happens there are so many cinderella stories out there so many so many movies <laughs> so many movies anyway I think she should have got more time at the ball the ball clearly didn't end at 12 so that's not fair for her like th those kind of restrictions is just messed up and then on top of that on top of that you know what i'm saying like everything that the fairy did the god fairy godmother did fairy godmother did just disappeared except for the shoes and that's only because that's only because one of the shoes fell off before the strike of 12. So it got to stay put. The shoes got to stay put. But her dress went back to the way it was. Her carriage, the horse, the 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 the, the, the guy who opens the horse, the carriage door. Like, all of it. All of it went back. And she couldn't have more time at the ball. And I get it to the point where it's just kind of like, okay... In the in in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so she only had this one beautiful night just to show her that she can live above the life she's living. But guess what? She doesn't after that. Cinderella chills back. She falls back into her daily routine, only with a smile in her face, like a, a, a new smile and a new sense of happiness because of this one magical night. And then she comes back to her mundane life and she's fine with it. Like, come on, man. Like, she's she's fine being being her sister's like flunky. What, man? Listen, okay. If it were me, if it were me, I would try my hardest to get up out of that situation after experiencing such a thing. I would have been like, 
nah, this ain't for me, bro. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been out. I would have been out. Ugh. Poor Cinderella, though. <laughs> Poor Cinderella. And so my next question is, what is up with evil older women and their serious vendetta on young, innocent girls? Like, what is up with that? I mean, don't get me started on the fact that most of these girls, went, uh, mothers are dead. Like, almost all of the Disney princesses' parents are either dead or their mom is dead. Like, boo. That's, that's, you know, that's a whole different ballgame. I'll talk about that later. But it just seems like every woman, every, it seems like the women on the show are evil towards other women. They're not evil towards men. Like, maybe Maleficent was a little bit evil towards Philip, but he, where she captured him, you know? And, and maybe, what's her name? Ursula was a little bit evil towards Eric. But her, their main priority was the princess. They're both of them. Their main priority was the princess. So, like, almost all of the women, all of the princesses had to deal with evil other women. No, scratch that. Five out of the 15 Disney princesses. I mean, there's, I mean, hmm, there's more. There's more than 15. Like, Anna is a princess, but she's not one of the original. And she doesn't really have to deal with an evil, like, evil, evil, like, magic evil. Anyway. But 15 out of, five out of the 15 princesses films, they all have to face an evil older woman. Ursula and Ariel. Evil Queen and 14-year-old Snow White, Maleficent and Aurora, Mother Gothel and Rapunzel, and finally, Cinderella and her stepmom, Lady Tremaine. Like, all of them evil old women is just jealous. They're just jealous and cold-hearted. But why? Why did these women have to be so? You know what I mean? Like, and for Snow White to be the very first movie that Disney, uh, Walt Disney put out, and he's just like, yeah, this evil queen was like, uh-uh, off with her head. Actually, scratch that. Give me her heart. You know what I mean? Like, what? Why? I don't understand. All the rest deal with evil men. With the exception of Moana and Merida. Merida, she had to deal with a bear who wasn't really an, a villain. He wasn't He wasn't a villain. He just. He just got caught up in a strange set of circumstances right? And Moana didn't really have a villain either, like quote-unquote villain, because Maui is the one who caused the land to be angry in the first place. And she just wanted to, she just wanted her heart back. She just needed her heart back. Like, we all, we all know the story of Moana. Moana was just called to the sea to give, to, to do the right thing and give back the heart of Tafiti. okay? Because when you take a woman's heart, what happens? Bad things happen. Don't take a woman's heart if you don't have any intention of being nice and kind and nurturing to the heart. We can see that. It's very clear. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think that's wild. I think that's wild that almost every, every princess had to deal with... Not every. Okay. Like I said, five princesses had to deal with evil women. Evil women. Okay. Not to say that... 
you know, I'm trying to be sexist or anything, but I'm, it's just, it's just weird. Like these are supposed to be mother, motherly figures, except for Maleficent, she's an evil fairy, and Ursula, she's a sea witch or whatever. But the evil queen was a stepmom first. Like she wasn't always evil. I don't think. Like she was a stepmom. Like she married rich. <laughs> she, she got married to the king. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't think she was always evil. And Lady Tremaine, like. Like, woman, like, what happened to you where your first person, the first lover that you had, where you had your other two kids with? Because clearly, we all know that she done got busy with someone else before becoming Cinderella's stepmom. So whoever messed with her heart deserves all the pain and, and suffering. Not Cinderella. <laughs> Not innocent, good-hearted always clean and cinderella not her okay lady tremaine what's wrong with you huh shucks she's a regular woman too she's not even like she doesn't have any powers or anything she's just a regular old bitty who's just mean <laughs> who's just mean and hurt and all the other one, mother gothel was a was a witch M maleficent evil fairy ursula sea witch queen was evil she dabbled in the dark magic like come on Come on. This question, this this next question was probably asked already. I know it was. I could feel it. But why didn't or couldn't Ariel write to Eric? Like, we knew she could write her name. She couldn't write to Eric and be like, hey, I'm the one who saved you on the beach. Hey, I really like you. <laughs> like, you know, something... <laughs> I mean, at the same time, she was sitting at the dinner table combing, combing her hair with a fork. So I don't know that she would have known how to write properly to him anyway. But at the same time, she could have done something. It just doesn't make any sense to me. She could have wrote something. She could have, you know, established the fact that she was a smart person. Because she was very smart, you know? Like, I mean, in her own way, she was really smart. Like, she was adventurous. She, you know, had an open mind to things. That that qualifies as smart in my book. It really does. My next question for Snow White. She was so beautiful and at a young age of 14 was just chilling in the woods with strangers. And I say strangers because she didn't know the men's until she, until she hung out with them. You know? All because the queen wanted to kill her. Evil queen decided she wanted to kill her. Sent the huntsman to kill her. Kill, huntsman didn't kill her. So then he's like, go in the woods. Be, be chill in the woods. Go out. Run away. Run away. And never return. And you know. And then she was like, okay, cool. You know. The evil queen was like, alright, cool. Once she's dead, I'll be the fairest. And then it just. Like my other question is like, well, you just gonna, you gonna, you're going to go around killing all the, the women in the land who are born after you and just become more pretty? Like. What? You murderous wench? What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, the huntsman told her to leave. Like, I, I'm like, she's 14 now. Keep that. I'm keeping that in mind that she's 14. The huntsman told her to leave because the queen's trying to kill her. If I was 14 and I knew how crazy my evil queen of a stepmother was, I would not just chill in the woods. <laughs> I would try and get as far away as possible as possible because like 
you know, she could have went anywhere, but she was in the woods and the woods isn't that far from the castle. You know, like she could have taken the information she learned from the huntsman and afterwards, after finding the dwarves, because she found the, the, the nice woodland creatures directed her towards the dwarves. After finding the door, seeing how they, how kind they were, get further away from the queen. Like there were seven of them. One of them, or a couple of them, could have taken her and was like, "We are out. Let's go." You know, Doc is supposed to be the smart one. He could have been like, "Let's go. Let's get out of here." <sighs> My final question. This is for the princess because I can't leave them out. Why don't they have crowns? Hmm? Hmm? You tell me, why don't they have crowns? Why are they required less evidence to display their regency? Hmm? Hmm? Did you? The only? Not even. I barely saw a crown on Prince Philip's head. I think it was at the end, maybe. But Prince Philip didn't need no crown to say he was Prince Philip. Prince Charming didn't need no crown. I mean, he he was wearing his garb, like his his best suit or whatever. But he didn't need no he didn't need no crown. No, N Prince Naveen had a crown in a picture, but I mean, eh, eh. Well, he did have a crown, and like his his character had a crown. So, but he was also a frog for the entire movie. So whatever. So he can't really wear a crown as a frog. <laughs> I mean, but the princess, princes don't, they didn't have to wear crowns. What, what's another? Prince Eric? Prince Eric did not wear a crown, not once. Not once did he wear a crown. Sheesh. You don't, you don't really have to show that you're a prince with a, with a crown on, huh? According to Disney. According to Disney classics, you don't have to wear a crown if you're a prince. Hmm. Kings, princesses, queens, they all wear crowns. All of them. Every last one of them was wearing a crown. But not the princess. Princes can do whatever they want before they marry for alliance. That is wild. But this this is the times that they were in. This is the times that we're still in. Princes are have prince Princes have free roam to do whatever they want. And princesses have to be trained in the way of being a wife and then eventually being a queen. It's a messed up system, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a messed up system. But, sheesh. So yeah, those are my grievances right now. I, and like I said, Disney is way too broad of a topic. Way too broad of a topic. I just had to get these off my chest. I had to. I had to. So I'm going to take another quick break and I'm going to come back with a cool segment and then that'll be the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. BRB. Hey, Katie, time listeners. So I wanted to 
break up my episode and drop in this new little segment that I'm going to try out. It's called Younger Self Advice Segments. It's basically just me saying, what would you say to your past self about dot dot dot. And it could be anything between sleepovers, your career, your first boyfriend, health, first date, whatever. And it's really just something that I want to try because like, you know, a lot of times I think about what I could have said or what I could have done, but I can't live in the what ifs, you know? So I'll just say that I'll tell my past self if, you know, we ever figure out time travel, tell my past self something and it'll be a way for maybe my future life to change. I don't know, (laughs) but it's just something I wanted to try. So for this first self-advice segment, I'll talk about friendships. And what I want to tell my past self is that friendships are important. And the you may think that the friends that you have now are going to stay and, and hold. you can hold on to them forever. But that's not always the case. Sometimes people move away. Sometimes you move. Sometimes friend, you, you break apart. You have different views. All of this different stuff. And if you feel the need or you feel like this particular friendship or this this bond of people that you've grown attached to will be around try and hold on to that as long as you can you know and if if things drift apart then that's just life you know that's just life but always put your best foot forward and be the best friend that you want to be for you to other people and that is my self-advice for my younger self. Hey y'all, so that's the end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed it, that little segment. I'm Something I'm trying and something new, something interesting to add to the episodes. And I just wanted to let you know that you can always leave a voice message on Anchor at anchor.fm slash katytime slash message also have it as a link on the description in the episode follow me on twitter and tweet me at katie time podcast and find me on instagram at katie time podcast and yeah i have several ways for you guys to contact me i also have a facebook page if you want to look for me over there and you know i'm more than more than willing to listen to your messages to your feedback to everything that you have to offer for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much again. I hope you have a great night or morning or whenever you're listening to this. I hope you have a great day. And I will talk to you guys later. Deuces. Hey, Katie Time fans. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you're listening to this on. For weekly updates, there's new episodes every week and you can send me feedback by following me on Twitter and Instagram at katytimepodcast or you can email me at katytimepodcast at gmail.com. Whichever you prefer to hit me up. I'd really appreciate hearing from you guys. Thanks.